أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم نزل عليك الكتاب بالحق مصدقا لما بين يديه وانزل التوراة والإنجيل من قبل حدا للناس وعنزل الفرقان إن الذين كفروا بعايات الله لهم عذاب شديد والله عزيز ذو انتقام إن الله لا يخفى عليه شيء في العرض ولا في السماء هو الذي يصوركم في الأرحام كيف يشاء لا إله إلا هو العزيز الحكيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يلد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد صدق الله Isn't it interesting and remarkable how often Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cautions us in Quran to travel the world and to see the traces of those who have gone before us. The uh, evidences of their lives and their dwellings which at some point got laid waste. This is actually true for all human beings alive. There really isn't a fundamental continuity. Um, If you think of any of the great civilizations, like, um, you know, at one point the Greeks there were Greek cities all the way from the Indus Valley into Central Asia. Uh, and, you, and you can still see the, um, the fingerprints of those people to this day. And yet they're completely gone. I mean, they've forgotten. They're, they're lost. 
our Rob cautions us not to be too invested in this place and in this experience, in this abode, because it's not an abode. It's a way station. We don't have permanent housing here. Because nothing here is permanent. He's invited us into this theater of existence in order that he may give us a spectacular show. We're a little bit like people who go to the theater and get so invested in the seat we're sitting in, we, we, we forget that we're there to watch the show. We sort of hold on to the seat. If you examine all of our disquiet, particularly disquiet regarding provision or disquiet regarding the future, it is all rooted in um, a, a horror of loss, a concern that everything is going to be taken away from us. And it doesn't take much reasoning to realize that this thing that we are concerned about is the truest thing about us. It is the most foregone conclusion about your life. You are going to lose it all. It is going to be owned by somebody else. What are you trying to hold on to? Our desire to make things permanent, our clinging, has the same effect in our being as drinking salt water for thirst. The more we try and cling and hold on, the more we need to cling and hold on. It is because everything that we do to try and secure the future actually just presents us with a more complicated problem. Wouldn't it be nice, thought the man, if I could um, have a house, because then I could lock the door, and then the thieves couldn't get at me or at my stuff. So he gets the house, and then he realizes, but you know, I've just changed the nature of the problem, because maybe I get a very clever thief who knows how to open the door. So, so I better get myself a security card to watch the door that I've got a lock on. That works for a month. And then he hears a report that the biggest thieves in the world are security guards. He says, well, now I have another problem. I need to get a security guard for the security guard. And this is how we are. Every intervention that we make to try and secure our future actually presents us with a more complex problem a more intractable problem. <clears throat> now this doesn't mean to say you don't do the equivalent of tying your camel. <clears throat> but if you're a believer, you know that fundamentally the outcome is with your rock. And that it doesn't matter how many security guards there are checking on the checker or who's checking the checking. Uh, you know, 
it just takes uh, at some point the, 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 the your your whole system of trying to secure yourself will fail because the biggest thief is death itself and death is the most true thing about you it's also strange that our disquiet Produces the condition where we we kind of end up in the pursuit of more, losing what we have. I have a dear friend in Islamabad who had a very successful corporate career, but and has been given an opportunity in Saudi Arabia, and he has taken the opportunity. Now only to realize that his beautiful home in Islamabad has to be left behind. For more money, this is true, but for a miserable existence in a compound in a desert. And the only reason why is there is for the money. For his career. Now he's stuck in a state of lament. Because the better world is not, not the better world. So while we're looking at the issue of trying to build a better future for ourselves, trying to improve our condition and our lot, we present ourselves with these really intractable problems that eventually get us to do things which really become self-destructive. If we took comfort in the fact that the minimum security is the best security, that you do the equivalent of tying your camel and then you leave the rest to Allah. If we took comfort in the fact that what has brought us this far is the same thing that will bring us further. And what has brought us this far is not our own cleverness. What has kept us safe this far is not our own cleverness. How many things could conceivably kill you right now? It's an incalculable number of things. In fact, statistically, you should not be alive. So why are you alive? Because there's a great protector who's been protecting you all this time. That great protector will continue to protect you. That should be your security. And if that one doesn't protect you, it doesn't matter how many... guards and gates and locks you put between you and the catastrophe of your life, it'll still get to you. But if he protects you, nothing's going to get to you. When one lives like that, it actually doesn't matter that you take the risks. It doesn't matter that you put all, um, uh, your your whatever it is that you've sort of based your sense of um, of kind of, of sort of uh, comfort or security on, you can put it all at risk. Because 
you then put yourself in the position of no longer being so fascinated with the seat you're sitting in, but much more interested in the show that you're being shown. Do you want to have a boring movie or do you want to have an exciting movie as the story that you're asked to watch in this life? Well, most of us turn our lives into frightfully boring ones because we're holding on to the chair in the theater. We're not watching the show. Be so disinterested in the chair in the theater that it even doesn't matter whether you're sitting in the aisle, as long as you get to see the show. And if you live with that from that point of view, if you live with the point of view that you are here on a journey being shown something, not being given something for you to turn into an asset that you sit on or put into your bank account. That's not why you're here. You're here to have an experience. You're here to be shown something. You're here to see something. You're here to witness something and to bear witness to something. If you live like that, then your life will always be an adventure. And it really then doesn't matter whether the place that you lived in yesterday is no longer there. And that the world that you have is no longer had before um, has, been, has been taken over by the Russians or whoever. It doesn't matter at all. May Allah grant us newness to him. Amen. May grant us annihilation in him. Amen. May grant us death before we die. Inna Allaha wa malaikatu wa salu ala nabihi. Ya ayuhu aladhina amin. Salu alayhi wa salim. Taslima. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika nabiyuna mu'ala. Alihi wa sahbihi wa salim. Taslima. Subhana rabbika rabba izzati wa ma yusifun. Wassalamu alayhi wa sallim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.